You're listening to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast, episode number 17, Pinterest Basics, with our very special guest, Jessica Carrillo from Art and Soul Events. Let's be honest. Are you still using Pinterest only to plan your Thanksgiving dinner or your kids' school lunches? If so, you are missing out on an integral part of your business strategy. Jessica is going to tell us all about how Pinterest catapulted her business and how you can do it too. So let's go, wedding rock stars. Welcome to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast with your hosts, wedding planner and educator Renee Dallow and blogger and social media strategist Mindy Marzek. Listen in as they bring you the best, brightest, and most honest industry advice on the internet. Their mission is to help you, wedding rock star, work smarter, not harder. Hope you're ready because it's time to rock your wedding biz. Hi, everyone. This is Mindy Marzek, and welcome to another episode of Rock Your Wedding Biz. I'm joined today by my lovely co-host, Renee Dallow. Hi, Renee. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. And we're joined today by another lovely person in the wedding industry. We're here with Jessica Carrillo. Yay. Hi, Jessica. Hi. Happy to be here. We're happy to have you. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. My pleasure. I'm excited. So Jessica is a Los Angeles-based wedding planner with Art and Soul Events. She's also a Los Angeles leader for Rising Tide. Holla, Rising Tide. But in addition to all these things, she's also a Pinterest guru. Can I call you that? Is that weird? I mean, I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) So Jessica, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us, like, uh, what do you do? How did you get started? And where are you now? Okay, so I, well, I call myself a Pinterest enthusiast. Ah, nice, nice. I like that. Yes. And I'm a wedding planner and I'm based in Los Angeles and I plan and design weddings for the bold, rebellious, and creative. I started planning weddings back in 2013, mine being the first, and I just fell in love with it. And I took the next few years to learn about the industry, work a full-time job. And then I finally transitioned after two years of overlap into doing um, this full time. I love it. I love your tagline, the bold, say it again, bold, rebellious. I'm a wedding planner and designer for the bold, rebellious, and creative. I love that so much. Thank you. That's good stuff. So in the, in the journey of your business, how did you first discover that Pinterest was something you should give your attention to? I discovered Pinterest when I was planning my own wedding. And as we all did. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And for me, that was such a powerful tool. I mean, that is how I found my wedding photographer. It's how I researched wedding venues. It was how I kind of figured out what my vision was. So for me, I it was like, this was a duh for me, because that's how I planned my wedding. That's so interesting, because now I feel like uh, Instagram has kind of taken that mantle, but this was back in what, 20, you were probably researching in like 2012. Yeah. Too, I mean, a little too early, probably way before I was engaged, 2011. <laughs> <laughs> and then actively and appropriately in 2012. Right. <laughs> I feel like this is so relatable already. I know. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I had like a, like a wedding board that was like my secret wedding. Yep. Yeah. And I feel like all three of us got married around the same time. Cause I feel like that was my journey as well. Like, you know, yeah. um, in fact, Mindy and I were at, um, 
Camp Mighty back in 20, uh, I don't know what year it was, but um, the, the founder of Pinterest was there. And that was the first time I had ever heard someone say, you know, Pinterest isn't social media. Pinterest is a search engine. He said it. And I was like, oh, that's, that's true. Right. It is a search engine. Yeah. Yeah. So Pinterest is not a social network. It's a discovery network. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to think of Pinterest as the powerful search engine that it is rather than social media. Yeah. And, you know, the efforts that you put into Pinterest will spread your content far beyond Pinterest. You can show up um, in the top pages of Google searches. You can rank for image searches. So it's any effort you put into Pinterest will stay on the platform and work for you. So you, it was pretty organic for you to think about Pinterest as an extension of your brand because you had used it for your own wedding. Yes. Um, I had a personal Pinterest page. And then when I decided that this was what I wanted to do, I created a business account and I repinned my favorite pins. And I, I was into lots of different types of events. So I have a lot of different, very specific niche boards for every type of event. Like what? Can you give us a, just an example of one of the niches? Sure. I have bohemian wedding. I have uh, bold and colorful weddings. I have Halloween weddings. I have Day of the Dead wedding, Fiesta wedding, nice. romantic wedding. Goes on. Yeah. So for me, just using, I mean, when I, I found my wedding photographer, so it just felt like, okay, this is where people are looking and this is where it's going, my, my effort will live there with Instagram. It's amazing, but it's not as searchable as Pinterest. And it's also, Mm -hmm. you know, you kind of post and then it, it's kind of dead a week later because it's a search engine, things that I, you know, pinned years ago become popular now, which is, feels like a little bit crazy to me, but it's great. It works. It's, well, it's almost like things can be timeless, can be evergreen on Pinterest way more than they can be on, on Instagram. Yes, they can. So let me ask you a question about when you switched over from your personal to your business Pinterest. Did you take off your, you know, because like even still on my Pinterest account now, I have all these boards that are like favorite recipes, healthy recipes, things I'm never going to cook, like clearly personal things, but now they're on my business account. Did you sort of, you know, prune that down or is it both for you? I didn't convert into a business. I started a whole separate new Pinterest. But for, for people that, I mean, I think every. Pinterest board. I have a recipe board even on my, you know, business Pinterest. But if you do have a lot of boards that aren't necessarily on brand or pinning those things is not going to attract, you know, what you're looking for. You're not looking for people that are creating recipes. What you can do is you can make that board secret board or you can archive it so it's not, you know, public facing and keep it and enjoy it for yourself. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that. Hot tip, do not ever delete a board. So if you delete a board, you lose followers. So I made that mistake once when I was doing, yeah, I did a Pinterest cleanup and I deleted about six boards that weren't relevant anymore. Mm. And I lost about a thousand followers. I did not know that. I know I've done that in the past. Like I've been like, oh, this, I don't want to, I don't want this, you know, steampunk wedding board anymore. I'm not I'm not doing that project delete. And I'm sure I lost people. I just didn't, I guess I just didn't pay attention. What, so when you started your account, then your, your business account, you had zero followers and you had to grow from zero. Yes. Wow. And so what is your account? Like, I know, cause your account's very impressive now. What's your account at now? 
I have 6,202 followers. Wow. That's great. But I think more important than that, than the followers, isn't, isn't more importantly, it's like the monthly views or monthly impressions? So monthly views are important I, in a way, but really I can have 232,000 people looking at my content, but if they don't actually click to my website, then it doesn't really do anything for me. Maybe it makes me feel good, but what really matters in the analytics is who's clicking to your website and what are they clicking on, what's resonating and are they actually going to hire me for anything, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's so true. And it is for me too, because my with my blog, I get probably around 40% of my traffic is through Pinterest. So yeah, for me, it's not about followers. It's not about how many people have viewed my pins. I want those clicks. So yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. So Jessica, can you maybe just tell us like, what do you do every day on Pinterest? Do you have like a strategy? How much time do you spend on it? What are What is your day-to-day -day tasks with Pinterest? Sure. So I didn't, let's just say I didn't have any sort of Pinterest strategy whatsoever until maybe a year ago. Mm. Um, yeah, I just would pin because I liked pinning and I created, you know, my boards to just be inspirational so I could, I would have ideas and then that opened up to ideas for, you know, people that are searching on Pinterest and for my couples once they book me. But now I do have a strategy because I figured it out how it all works. So I have my website, which is where I want people to go. We hear all the time, you know, you don't own Instagram, you don't own Pinterest. Mm -hmm. All you have is your website and your email list. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to drive people to your website, what I do is it, it all kind of starts with your, your blogging strategy. Um, I don't blog that often. I need to blog more because when I do, I see, I see bookings from my blogs. So what I'll do is I will blog a wedding or an event. Mm -hmm. And typically the blog post will talk about, you know, where the venue was, you know, what type of event it was, a little bit about the mood, vibe, the songs they chose, you know, particulars about the food, just just little things like that. And I yeah. break, break it up with images. Each blog post typically has about 30 to 35 photos. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. So what I'll do, because it's a gallery, so I'll put some some photos to break up the space. And then I have a Squarespace website. So I insert what they call a wall and my, my gallery walls are 30 images. Well, that's interesting. We're both on WordPress. So anytime someone tells us about Squarespace, we're like, really interesting. <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's, that's good. Yeah. So what I do is the first thing I do is I create a gallery page. That's not my blog. So if you just go to my website, the home page is a gallery and each wedding has about 30 highlight photos. So that's my first step. I upload all the images and then I change all of the image names to reflect what the photo is. So if it's a black wedding dress, I'm going to put black wedding dress Culver Hotel. So it's very clear. This is the venue and this is the main thing you're looking at. Then I have that gallery. So then when I go to make a blog post, I can pull that what they call a wall into the post. So I've already done the work. I've already tagged 
it with the images and I pull it into the post. Got it. So then once I publish my blog post, the blog post goes live. Mm-hmm. Once it's live, you know, I, I publish that to Facebook. I let people know about it on Instagram. But the main thing I do is now I have 35 images that I want to get on Pinterest. Yeah. So I could hand tag each one, you know, one at a time and release them all in real time to Pinterest. Or I could sit at my desk for a week and do a few each day, but I don't. <laughs> I, <laughs> I use Tailwind. And oh, I yay. love Tailwind. We're both big Tailwind fans. Well, I'm a big Tailwind fan because, fan because I heard about it from Jessica. I didn't know what it was before. So thanks, Jessica. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It, it's fantastic. It's such a time saver. So I just, you just like a Pinterest icon where you can pin it. Once you've put the little um, plug in for Tailwind, it has the same thing. So I just click the little Tailwind icon. All 35 of my images come up. I assign them to boards. Um, and I, you know, if I'm putting a picture up of an amazing um, wedding altar. I'm going to put it on my arches and altars board. I'm going to put it on my floral design board. I'm going to put it on my art and soul events couples board. So you pin it to all relevant boards, the most relevant board first. That's a very important takeaway from Pinterest. Interesting. Yes, because whatever board you pin it to first, this is getting technical, but just so you know, whatever board you pin it to first, it carries, that pin will carry all of the data from the board description of the board. Oh, yeah. So I did not know that. Yeah. Okay, so I use the talent. I get, I get it all scheduled out. So it'll take, if I have 35 images and I'm pinning each one to three or four boards, all of a sudden I have 100 to 130 pins. Wow. Yeah. And then Tailwind puts it in my smart schedule based on, you know, my optimal pinning times. And there you go. And I have now have the next month of pins scheduled out for me. That's great. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's a one day of a lot of work just for yeah. one particular day. But then I really do not have to worry about Pinterest if I don't want to. I love that. I like Pinterest, so I will randomly pop on the app and pin maybe three or four photos a few times a week, but I don't have to do that. It's just this tailwind that sends people, you know, it sends it to Pinterest, and then when people see the image on Pinterest, it sends them back to my blog. Yeah. And so how much traffic are you seeing from Pinterest? Is it one of your top? Yes. It's my main traffic source in my social um, referrals. That's amazing. And it's like 75% of my traffic. Wow. From, from your social sources? From my social sources, from organic social sources. I, I don't promote pins. I have, I don't, yeah. you know, I haven't explored that world, but this is just from organic social traffic. Is you, are you getting more traffic from Google than Pinterest? Yes. Okay. So Google's still your number one and Pinterest is probably your number two? Yes. But I think Pinterest helps, it, inform, it helps the Google. So those two things are actually working together. Exactly. Oh, yeah, for sure. But that's how it is for me, too. Like, I would say 40% of my traffic is Google. And then maybe like between 30 and 40% is Pinterest. And then the rest is like very, very small percentages. Yeah, it's those two with a bullet for sure. Right. And and what I notice is why I think blogging is so important is because, you know, I, I'll do blog posts about wedding venues that I've never 
even done a wedding at, but I go there, I take the photos, I take the time, and then I'm connected to that venue through my website and through, you know, SEO. And so I think just investing the time into your own blog, using Pinterest to amplify it is a bonus. But what I what I think is really important, if you have a newsletter or if you have any sort of opt-in, is that once you direct people from Pinterest to your blog, you have to tell them what you want them to do. You have to give them that direction. Yes. I'm so glad you said that because, yeah, what's the point of people coming to your website if they just look and they don't take any further action? Exactly. Um, So one of the things that I did, because I'm in the baby, baby, baby stages of building a newsletter, I know it's something that's really important, but it's very small and I'm figuring it all out. I went and I looked at my traffic on my website to see what are my top performing blog posts. Okay. And then I took those and I added a newsletter opt-in at the bottom of those posts. Ah, I like it. smart. Very smart. And then I've also added now on my blog sidebar, a follow me on Pinterest button and also, you know, a newsletter and, and at the end of each blog post, making sure I'm redirecting them to a different post or wherever I want them to go. Maybe I want them to go look at my about page, whatever it is, I'm mm-hmm. directing them each step of the way. That's great. I love it. Jess, can we talk a little bit about uh, Tailwind Tribes? Yes. Okay. So back in the day, um, you know, people started to use group boards on Pinterest um, to share audiences. So if I could start, I could start a board saying, you know, tips about Pinterest, and then I could invite other people who, you know, write about Pinterest or care about Pinterest to be contributors to the board. But that's not the way that Pinterest designed those boards. They designed those boards for actual collaboration. Like if you were going to do a styled shoot and eight of you are on there actually pinning to, you know, create something together. Yeah. Mm hmm. So now Pinterest from the head of Pinterest, not the head, one of the people that's part of Pinterest, they said, these, these boards are deprioritized. You know, you're better off focusing on your own board, not group boards. So Tailwind, it has this scheduling tool on one side, and then it has a different side, which is Tailwind Tribes. And they were in beta when I started. I don't know if they still are. But the whole idea is that you can create a tribe. So I started the tribe for the Rising Tide. I have um, a tribe tribe for LA Wedding Vendors and Creatives. You can start a tribe and have other pinners join that board. So you put a pin in of your own, you pin someone else's. It says on the sidebar, if you run the tribe, how many pins a contributor has added and how many they've repinned. Whereas... A group board on um, on Pinterest, it's just you say you pin one, I pin one, but a lot of times people will drop five pins and never repin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually see like, okay, th- this is an active tribe member. They're contributing, they're repinning. But it's a, a way to get your content in front of other people's followers. So basically it's like a group like let's say the three of us are in a tribe together we can all put our pins from our website into that tribe and then everyone else in the group the point is to pin the pin everyone else's pins to their own boards and that way you get more exposure right perfect 
I think it's such a, it's such a great tool for the amplification. And it's also nice. I mean, I know the point of Pinterest is to get people to go back to your website, but it also, it feels nice to share someone else's pin to one of my boards to be like, you know, a different perspective or a different look. And, and it's, I think if you do it judiciously, it really makes a nice experience on all the boards. So it's not just like spamming, like your stuff, your stuff, your stuff all the time. So I like, I like the tribes a lot. I do too. And it's also a great way because not, you know, depending on how often you're blogging or pinning the way that Pinterest, the usual breakdown is 70% of pins are reshares and, you know, 20, 20 to 30 are your own original content. So it's a great way to mix it in and keep mm-hmm. a consistent pinning schedule when you aren't releasing blog posts every day. Yeah, because you want to stay active on Pinterest, even if you don't have any new, any of your own new pins to add. Absolutely. That's one of the things that Pinterest really cares about is consistency. So they'd rather yeah. you pin, you know, five pins a day, every day, than do, you know, some um, sprint pinning for one day a month. They want to be <laughs> consistent. Yeah. I think that's the case in everything, right? It's like the same thing with Instagram. If you post 10 photos in a row, they're like, whoa, now yes. calm down. Yeah. Calm down. Slow your roll. Jessica, do you, um, I know like with Instagram, it's really important to interact with other accounts and like other people's photos. Do you, fi- do you do that on Pinterest? Do you go in and leave comments on other people's photos or any other interaction like that? How important is that on Pinterest? I don't do that at all. (laughs) Okay. And it's obviously working for you. So it's probably something that's not that important for Pinterest. Well, for example, if you had a recipe pin, um, Mm -hmm. the more, and it's a rich pin, you get, you know, tries. People can say, oh, I tried this, or they can comment on it. The more comments you get and the more tries, the more that Pinterest will show it to other people. Gotcha. receiving comments and receiving that is helpful, but it's not part of my strategy at all. Gotcha. I think it's difficult for the wedding industry because it's like, what are you people going to say? Like, I like these flowers. This is beautiful. Like, (laughs) or, you know, I don't know. There's, I don't feel like there's a lot to dive into with some of the, with some of the photos, unless someone's literally asking like who took these, you know, who did these flowers, who did, who did this photo, which leads me to my next question, which is how much do you credit your Instagram, uh, your, sorry, your Pinterest photos? Is it like Instagram where we would do like a full spread of credit? Within the um, limited Within the caption? Yeah. No, I don't. I, so if they're going to click on my photo, they're going to go back to my website and they will see everyone credited in my post. Ah. Oftentimes I do put the photographer's name in that caption but I can't, if I, if I credited everyone, it would just take up the whole thing and I wouldn't be able to actually describe the pin itself. Yeah. I do that too with my real weddings that I post on my blog. I always make sure that the photographer is listed in the caption because it is their copyright <laughs> image right. that I'm using. So it seems right. only fair to include at least them. Uh, yeah. And then you're right. If people click on that image, they will go back to my blog post. Now, Jessica, when you're writing your blog post, or rather, I guess when you're pinning your blog post, do you ever create like in Canva or Photoshop, like a sort of like a title card? Like, you know, you see them all the time on Pinterest, like how does, how to have an unplugged ceremony. And it's just like a graphic instead of a photo. Do you ever do those? And if so, do you find them useful? Yes. So when I was doing um, the Pinterest strategy for the Rising Tide Society, I made sure that we did that for all the blog posts because, you know, you have to show what, what it is that's going to be um, talked about in the blog post. So, and, and it 
makes it easy to read and it's clear when you're seeing it, you know, in your feed. For my own posts that are more, you know, wedding and event related, I was like, let me try this out and see how it works. So I had an industrial woodland wedding and I was like, let me take like five or seven images. I put them in a graphic in Canva and then I put industrial woodland wedding, clear, bold. And I also put actually my name and the photographer's name. Um, And then I just sent it out to see what all the fuss was about. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, let's see if people like these. For me, I like want to zoom in and see everything, but it was one of my top performing pins. Really? Yes. Interesting. It's so the analytics from that. I mean, the last time I took a snapshot, it said, your pin has appeared 14,587 times on Pinterest. Whoa. And 461 close-ups. That means somebody tapped it to look at it a little closer and 28 clicks to my website. So that's good. Yeah. I didn't know that you could get the stats on have people clicked closer. That's awesome. Yes. That's one of the newer releases with Pinterest in the last few months is the actual pin analytics from just a little quick tap. Only you can see it. Nobody else can. That's interesting. I really love that. So do you do that with all of your blog posts now, or is it just too much time? You know, I, I've only done it with two. I did it with a desert wedding and with this wedding, because they were very much of like a theme. Uh-huh. Um, but when I'm, when I'm teaching classes to like a floral designer, for example, I, I said, you know, you've already spent the time creating your mood board color palette. Why don't you pull a few images pull that color, you know, color bar at the top and just put the general theme. And then you have something to pin that people will go, you know, people go wild for flowers and colors. Yeah. I never thought about that. I mean, I do that with my clients' design boards too. I could totally just like screenshot that and pin and put that back to the blog post, even though it's not an image that's in the blog post itself. It relates. It relates. Yeah, totally. I never thought about that. Yeah. And people, you know, those ones that say like, you know, blue and orange spring wedding, like that, that is, those are looked for. People are looking for specific color combinations um, when they're looking for wedding inspiration. So they really do get a lot of hits. That's an amazing tip. I mean, I know I did that. I had such a strange color combo. So I was always searching for my own wedding, red and peach and gold. And there was never anything <laughs> until I, <laughs> until I published my own wedding. Now it's like, now if you search that, I think I, I think my wedding still comes up, but no, you're def- brides are definitely searching for their specific color combo. So that's a genius tip. I love it. Yeah. That's Thank awesome. You. Thank you for sharing that. Oh yeah. So how would you say, I know this is a broad question, but how would you say that Pinterest has changed your business? Well, I mean, the, the first time I really realized that the effort that I had put into Pinterest was going to, you know, had any sort of effect on my booking was when on my inquiry form, someone said, I found you on Pinterest. And I was like, this is awesome. Because I had <laughs> just been doing it for fun. You know, what I found is that, you know, people, when they're looking for, when they're, when they've booked a venue or they're looking for a venue, they want to see as much of it as they can. Um, so when I pin that desert wedding venue with a really great photos, it's gotten me business year over year, just, just at that venue. So Jessica, if someone's listening and they're like, oh my God, Jessica knows everything. I know nothing about Pinterest. How do I, how do I work with her? How can I get in touch with her? How can people find you and what do you offer? I offer one-on-one 
like let's dig in <laughs> Pinterest classes and they're usually about two hours. As I've, as I've taught these classes, what I found is that we're doing a lot of talking about just kind of basic SEO um, search engine optimization and blogging. And just, we're talking about how do all these pieces fit together. Mm -hmm. Then we really dig into, okay, what is Pinterest? How does it work? How do people find you? Does it matter if you have followers? How do you keyword everything? What, you know, how many hashtags should you use in your caption? How do you, you know, get the save button? What are rich pins? Just analytics, everything about Pinterest. And I, and from the feedback that I've gotten, people are like, oh, that's not that hard. And I'm like, no, <laughs> really not. Once you, once you get it, you're like, oh, I can do that. Yeah. So how can people find you if they want to uh, work with you? Okay. So they can find me on my website and my website is artandsoulevents.la.com. Um, they can send me an email at info at artandsoulevents.la.com. Um, I'm on Pinterest. <laughs> for Art and Soul Events, there wasn't room for the S. Nice. Unfortunately. <laughs> and Instagram, I'm Art and Soul Events. I love it. And we're going to link to all that in the show notes too, so people can get in touch with you and find you. Thank you so much for spending time with us. I mean, you're like blowing my mind with some things I've never even thought of. And I'm at the beginning of my Pinterest journey, I feel like. So this has all been amazing. Well, thank you for having me. All right. Thank you so much, Jessica. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app. We love our reviews. And visit our website, rockyourweddingbiz.com, to leave us some comments on this week's episode. And uh, thank you to our guest, Jessica Creo from Art and Soul Events. And we will see you guys on the next episode. See you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Rock Your Wedding Biz. This episode is sponsored by Moxie Bright Events, wedding planning for creative couples and industry education for creative event planners. Also sponsored by Joy Social, teaching smart social media strategies for awesome business owners. You can find Renee online at moxiebrightevents.com and reneedallow.com. You can find Mindy online at joysocial.net. Jump into the show notes at rockyourweddingbiz.com and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Wedding Biz.